The holiday season is upon us, and whether it's those irresistible peppermint mochas at Starbucks or the endless piles of Christmas cookies or the mashed potatoes stuffing and pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving dinner, it's hard to get very far without thinking about food, right? And yet, the thought of heading into January with an extra 10 or 15 pounds of holiday guilt doesn't really sound all that great either. So what's the solution? Is it really possible to fully enjoy the holiday season without totally going off the rails? I say yes as long as you start with a game plan. And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. Welcome to the Feel Better Live Free podcast brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a busy life. It's a little bit nerdy, a little bit funny, and a little bit revolutionary. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. Hey there, and welcome back to the Feel Better Live Free podcast, formerly known as the Ditch the Carbs podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Thinlicious and the creator of the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of seven books. And these days, I am pretty much obsessed with one thing, helping women over 40 create freedom in their lives by transforming their health. I like to think of it as starting a health revolution, and honestly, that's really what this podcast is all about. It's about the freedom to feel your best, the freedom to not be controlled by food addictions ever again, and the freedom to confidently pursue all your big goals and dreams because your health and weight issues are no longer holding you back. And if that gets you excited, then you'll probably like it here. We are health rebels, and we are not afraid to question the status quo or do it a little differently. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast and you want to find out more about Thinlicious and our Thin Adapted system and how it all works, you should know that I have actually put together an in-depth on-demand training video that you can go and watch for free called How to Lose Weight and Get Healthy for Life Without Dieting, Drugs, or Making Yourself Miserable. Guys, it's really good. And when I say it is in-depth, I mean it. But it is totally worth your time to watch because it will seriously reframe the way that you approach your health. It's very eye-opening, and if this is an area of your life where you've been struggling, I promise it will be super helpful for you. And again, you can watch it absolutely free. My gift to you for being a listener of this podcast, all you have to do to access it is go to thinlicious.com slash video. So again, the URL is thinlicious.com slash video. Okay, so with that out of the way, let's dig into today's topic of staying healthy over the holidays which I am actually so excited to talk about because honestly, I just love this time of year, right? Like it's awesome, all the things. But let's be real, the holidays can be kind of a hard time for anyone who's trying to maintain a healthy weight or follow an eating plan, right? There are tempting things at every single turn. And it can be difficult to stick to your goals when it feels like everyone around you is indulging in all the good stuff. How are you expected to make it through the entire season without a plate full of mashed potatoes covered in gravy or a slice of your favorite pie, right? No pumpkin spice lattes or peppermint mochas, really? Where's the fun in that? And while it might seem impossible to think that you could have enough willpower to say no to all your favorite holiday indulgences throughout this 
wonderful time of the year. The reality is that with a little planning and a little forethought, you can actually make it through the holidays without totally going off the rails, right? We don't want to start the new year on the wrong foot. And I promise that you can do this. And we're going to talk about that. So today I want to share some practical tips for how to approach the holiday season. But before I jump into the tips, I just want to start by talking about why I think it's so important to be intentional this time of year, especially if you've already spent part or all of the year making a lot of progress towards your health and weight loss goals, right? Basically, this is not the time to give yourself an excuse to go backwards because our brains are always looking for an excuse, right? And it's very easy to say, well, it's the holidays, it's fine, right? And the reality is that on average, most women will gain between one and five pounds during the holidays, which maybe might not even seem like a lot. Maybe you're even like, well, one and five pounds, that's not so bad if I can just eat whatever I want to for the whole season, right? But I promise that it's not, and here's why. If you've been actively working to get healthy and you have successfully lost any amount of weight this past year, then you're not just running the risk of gaining one or two pounds. You are running the risk of gaining it all back and then some, right? Essentially, you'll be starting over or possibly going backward. And the whole point of Thinlicious, right? The whole point of our Thin Adapted program, the whole point of everything we advocate for here on this podcast is to get healthy for life, not to have to get off that crazy yo-yo cycle, right? To not be up and down, up and down, up and down all the time. And so, and 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 it's not just a bummer from fitting into your skinny jeans, right? Like that's that's one thing is to gain the weight back, but it's a setback that will wreak havoc in other ways. If you've been feeling better since changing the way that you eat, if you've had more energy, you've been less bloating, you're not having cravings, you're having better sleep, then going off the rails during the holiday is gonna have you having all those feelings back, right? You'll find yourself struggling with fatigue and brain fog and sugar cravings and all the things. But I think worse than that, your mindset will take a hit as well because you've finally found something that worked for you and you've been doing really good, right? And you've been you've been doing all the things and you've been making progress. And then all of a sudden you just screwed up during the holidays, right? And that that mindset hit can be really damaging. But I'm here to tell you that it does not have to be that way this year, right? Just because the holidays have traditionally been a time where you've overindulged, right? Or it's a time where a lot of people make a lot of poor choices. It doesn't mean that has to be that way for you, at least not this year. So with that in mind, let's talk through some specific strategies for how to make it through the holidays, still enjoy yourself, but not actually sabotage all the progress that you've made, all right? So first up, strategy number one is to be intentional and set clear goals. And maybe that seems like a weird way to approach it, right? And it might even sound a little strange if you've never done it before, but I firmly, firmly believe that the first and most important step in keeping yourself on track during the holidays is to be intentional, to be intentional about your goals and what you want to accomplish this busy time of year. And this is actually something that I have done in my own life and recommended for a really long time. If you know me from any of my other brands, you might know that at Living Well Spending Less, we have put together a free holiday planner for I don't even know how many years. It's like 12, 13, 14 years, however long 
that brand has been around, we've been doing this annual holiday planner and it's become an annual tradition and people get really excited about it and we give it away and it's so good and it's so helpful. But I originally created that for myself and for my own family. And my favorite part of that planner is my, is the first page where you set your intentions for the season. It's something my kids and I and my husband, we always sit down and we fill it out and we talk about our intentions for the season. What do we want? And by the way, I should say this. If you want to grab that free holiday planner, you can get it at livingwellspendingless.com slash holiday planner. Yes, it's still available. It's really cute. So go and get that. But what does that mean exactly to set your intentions for the season? Well, it means that before all the hustle and bustle even begins, right? So basically right now, beginning of November, it's a really good idea to sit down and really think about what you want the next couple of months to look like for you and your family. What's the kind of holiday experience that you want to have? Do you want it to be a super low-key year with less stress and just more focused on quality time together? Or are you like, we're going all out this year. We are decking the halls. We're throwing a big party, right? Or maybe it's a combination of the two. And then when it comes to food, what are your goals and intentions, right? Are you, especially food and eating and your health program, what are your goals and intentions? Are you just wanting to make it through the holidays with maintaining your current weight, right? Are you like okay with going on a kind of a hiatus where you're not actively trying to lose weight, but you're just okay with with maintaining the status quo? Or are you actually hoping to stay on track and continue losing and and lose a few pounds before the new year? Because that's going to make a difference in how you approach things as well. But whatever your goals may be, it's really important that you take the time to actually think about them and get clear about what you want before things start getting crazy, because this is going to help you stay focused and make better choices when it comes to everything, right? How you spend your time, but also when it comes to food and drink during the holiday season. So that's my first recommendation. Sit sit down sometime very soon and actually get clear about your intentions and goals for the holiday season. So that's strategy number one. Um, Along those same lines, strategy number two is to actually plan ahead. There's a very famous proverb that says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of regret, right? We've probably all heard that before. And I think that was never so true as when it comes to holiday eating. And honestly, that's why I believe that one of the very best ways to avoid temptation during the holiday, during the holidays is to actually have a plan for what you're going to eat in any and every social situation that would normally derail you. Right? So that means before you go to your holiday office party or your family's big Thanksgiving feast or any other holiday event that you know is just going to be a minefield of temptation and and frankly they're everywhere, take some time to actually think through what you're going to eat and drink. If if possible, if you're going out for dinner, look at the menu, decide what you're going to eat ahead of time. And then formulate your plan. Are you going to eat something before you go so that you're not starving when you get there and like unable to control yourself? Are you going to bring a dish or multiple dishes to share that are healthy and compliant with your eating plan? What are you going to say when somebody shoves food in your face, right? What are you going to say when somebody offers you a piece of pie or a plate of mashed potatoes? How are you going to navigate the peer pressure of friends wanting you to have just one more or seven more sugar-laden cocktails, right? All these situations, and if you, everybody's situations are different, and but you have to think through what are the situations you normally find yourself in? Because 
believe it or not, answering these questions and preparing for the potential pitfalls ahead of time are going to make it so much easier for you to stick to your plan in the heat of the moment when your defenses might be might be weaker, right? It's almost like doing that sort of role play activity, right? But you're doing it in your mind. Okay, if this happens, what am I going to do? If this happens, what am I going to do? So that's the second thing you want to think about, how you can actually plan ahead for what could be big moments of temptation. My third strategy, though, is to actually plan for some cheat days. And by that, I I don't actually mean go totally off the rails, but instead plan to be just a little bit more relaxed and to adjust your expectation on those special days throughout the holiday season, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas, parties. Basically, it's okay to plan to go off track for a day. And that means that, you know, let's say you're normally eating 30 grams of carbs a day, but you're facing a day of eating like Thanksgiving or Christmas or some sort of social event that's centered around food and drink, then maybe on that day, you'll aim for 100 grams or 150 grams of carbs, knowing that a few days of of going off plan a little bit scattered over a two-month season, they're not going to totally derail your progress. It's not going to make or break you. And this honestly gives you the opportunity to enjoy things a little bit more than you normally would, right? So maybe it's a slice of your favorite pie or a scoop of your mashed potatoes or a few extra glasses of wine. You can enjoy it without guilt and without feeling like you're totally blowing your diet or sabotaging the progress that you've made. Because again, the reality is that one day of holiday eating is not going to be the end of the world. The problem is when that one day turns into a whole week or a whole month of eating everything in sight, right? Being intentional about adjusting your expectations on those special days is also going to preserve your mindset. And I think that's the most important thing, right? It helps you to maintain your confidence and your trust in yourself. You're not losing control. You're not going off the rails. You're finding a healthy, sustainable compromise. And in the end, that is something to celebrate. So that's my third recommendation. Actually plan a few cheat days a few times throughout the holiday season for those really special days and special events so that you don't have to feel deprived, but you also don't have to feel like you're blowing it. Like you've planned for this. It's okay. So that's number that's number three. Strategy number four is to roll up your sleeves and get a little more creative in the kitchen. Because here's the deal, guys. If you really truly want to stay on track during the holidays, but you don't want to miss out on all of your favorite holiday foods, then I cannot say it strongly enough that the best way to do this is just get into the kitchen and learn how to make them yourself, right? Make them make them a little healthier. There are so there's so many dishes out there that can be made healthier with a few strategic ingredient swaps. And honestly, if you go to thinlicious.com to and check out our recipe database there, I mean we it's packed full. We have so many amazing recipes for everything from stuffing to mashed cauliflower with gravy. We have the sweet potato casserole, which is so good. Probably one of my favorites. There's pumpkin cheesecake, frosted sugar cookies, homemade peppermint bark, right? All these things, you can make them healthier. You can still indulge. You can still have cookies. You can still have sweets. You can still have all this yummy comfort food. Just make it healthier. So whether it's Thanksgiving dinner, hosting a holiday gathering, throwing a New Year's brunch, we really do have you covered in so many deliciously indulgent recipes that taste so good 
no one would ever even know that they're healthy. And that's exactly the way that it should be, honestly. I think I cook this way all the time. I cook for for friends who follow my plan and for friends that don't follow my plan. But the food is delicious. And the reality is that with a little creativity, the right ingredients, a willingness to roll up your sleeves, throw on an apron, and step into the kitchen, there's very little that you can't enjoy over the holiday season. And I think that's something that helped me so much when I was first learning how to eat eat this way is that I could just make things, right? I would just make things for myself and I would I would make them the yummiest food. And you know, my hope is that someday healthy eating is going to become so ubiquitous that everyone's eating this way and everywhere you go that's just the norm. But for now, since it's not, take comfort in knowing that you're ahead of the curve. So that's strategy number 4, get creative in the kitchen. Next up, strategy number five is to avoid drinking your carbs or your calories, right? Because honestly, it is so easy to mindlessly consume hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of extra calories, not to mention completely blow your carb count when you are drinking, especially if you are imbibing in sweetened mixed drinks or holiday cocktails. They are a little deadly there. Um, so if possible, you know, stick to calorie-free beverages when you can, things like seltzer water with a splash, splash of cranberry juice, unsweetened iced tea, right? Things like that will not only help you save calories, but it will also help you prevent you from overeating as sometimes alcohol can inhibit your ability to make good choices, right? You got to make good choices. And sometimes when you've been drinking, you make not so good choices. I know maybe that's just me. Um, But if you do decide to drink alcohol, and I'm not saying don't drink alcohol, right? Like I get it. I, I love alcohol. I love my wine. I love my champagne. But if you do decide to drink, um, choose smart choices, right? Choose clear liquors like vodka, gin, or tequila paired with soda water, splash of lemon and lime, which are lower in carbs, lower in calories than mixed drinks that or cocktails that are made with fruit juice or sugary mixers, right? There's a lot of really sugary mixers out there, especially around the holidays. Um, if you can drink scotch or whiskey on the rocks, it's also a good choice. Um, I don't really like scotch or whiskey. I've tried so much. My husband loves it. I can't drink it. I really wish I could, but I can't. Um, My personal favorite, though, is champagne or Prosecco. So be sure, if you're drinking champagne or Prosecco, be sure to opt for the Brut, which contains the least amount of sugar, right? That's the driest option is going to be Brut or Extra Brut. If you can find it, it's pretty rare, but it does exist. Um, And then one thing that you can do to even lower your carbon calorie count a little bit more is to add a splash of soda into the champagne. You actually can't taste the difference, but it just cuts it a little bit more. It's also a really good idea to drink plenty of water in between alcoholic beverages, right? If you are drinking, try to like put a glass of water in there between every drink. That will help you prevent dehydration, um, which if you're dehydrated, you'll, you'll feel hungrier and then you're more likely to make poor food choices then. And the one thing I do want to say is that aside from lowering your inhibitions, alcohol isn't always a great option for anybody who's trying to lose weight, but it's especially not a great option when you're following a low-carb plan and, and especially at the beginning, right? Because your, your whole goal at the beginning of at least of our plan is that you are trying to flip the switch on your metabolism and train your body to become thin adapted. And so 
alcohol is metabolized differently than other nutrients and it can kick you out of ketosis because your body can't metabolize alcohol, right? It can't store alcohol. So it has to metabolize it. So as soon as as soon as you drink alcohol, everything in your body goes to metabolizing that alcohol, right? Everything else stops. All the other processes stop stops. So it really is best to consume it in moderation. But if you do decide to indulge, just do it mindfully. Do it with intention. Like everything else, be intentional about it, right? Be intentional. You know what? I'm going to drink today and I'm going to enjoy it and then enjoy it. Um, so of course, alcohol isn't the only opportunity for drinking your calories during the holiday season, right? There's lots of other non-alcoholic drinks, hot chocolate, eggnog, um, Starbucks, all the things, right? There's a lot of calories, sugar, carbohydrates in there as well. So just be careful. So that's strategy number five. Don't blow it with the drinks. Strategy number six is to get moving. You know, staying active is always important when you're trying to lose weight or maintaining your weight. But I think it's even more crucial during the holiday season because stuff can add up, right? And the last thing that you want is to feel sluggish and bloated and like you're just this lump, especially if you're maybe eating a little more than you normally do or you're indulging a little more than you normally do. But at the same time, exercise is a really great way to relieve stress, which can often be high during the holiday season. And, you know, when we're stressed or emotional, we tend to make poor food choices. We tend to overeat. So, Just make sure to schedule some time for something, right? Some movement every day. Even if it's just a brisk walk around the neighborhood, a quick workout at home. If you can't fit in a full workout, park further away at the mall, take the stairs instead of the elevator, work at a standing desk, right? Find little ways to incorporate activity and movement. Um, Another really fun way to stay active during the holiday season is to sign up for like a race. There's the turkey trot that we do a lot of times at Thanksgiving. Jingle bell runs are all over the place, right? They have all these holiday themed races. And not only does it give you something to look forward to and help you stay motivated, it can just be a fun way to celebrate the season in something other than food, right? That's important too, to not have every activity that you do be surrounded around food. At the very least, try to make it a habit to go for a quick walk after large meals, and especially after dinner if you can. Because a lot of studies have shown that even just a 10-minute walk, a 15-minute walk after a meal can dramatically lower your blood sugars, um, which will in turn help stabilize your insulin, which will in turn help you avoid weight gain, right? Insulin, when your insulin is high, that's what's telling your body to cling to fat. So if you can lower your blood sugar and lower your insulin after you eat, and especially after a big meal, that's going to go a long way at keeping things stable. So that's strategy number six. Be sure to just get out and move a little bit every day. And finally, strategy number seven is to just give yourself grace, you guys. The holidays are not only a time of year when we're more likely to overindulge because the food is so good, it's also a time where emotional and stress eating is probably going to come into play as well, right? There's a lot of drama and emotion that surrounds the holidays. And that means it's extra important to be kind to yourself, to give yourself grace, and to celebrate your small victories. If you are expecting perfection, you might be setting yourself up for failure. And then when you do that, right, when you get into this black and white thinking, one slip up becomes a catalyst for going completely off the rails. And remember, the goal is not to be perfect, just to do the best that you can. So if you find yourself indulging more than you'd like, don't beat yourself up about it. Just get back on track with your next meal and keep moving forward. Every meal is a new opportunity to do better, right? 
every time. You get three chances a day to do better. And so, and, and be okay with that. The holidays are a time for celebrating. So give yourself the freedom to enjoy yourself. I've said that at the beginning, right? This isn't about rules and, and making yourself miserable. I don't want that for anybody. Don't put the pressure on yourself to be perfect. This is a time for celebrating. This is a time for enjoyment. This is a time for freedom. All right. So it's season of giving, including giving yourself a break. So there you have it, friends. Seven very simple strategies to hopefully help you stay on track this holiday season and to actually enjoy the holidays without going totally off track, but also without feeling totally guilty when you do indulge. So first, be intentional and set clear goals. Go into the season knowing what you want to accomplish. Second, plan ahead, especially for times when you know you might be tempted to overindulge. Third, plan for cheat days on special occasions. It's okay, really. Fourth, be willing to get creative in the kitchen and make over your favorite recipes. Fifth, be careful about what you drink. Those cocktails can sneak up on you in more ways than one. Sixth, get moving, even if it's to take a quick 10 or 15 minute walk after a big meal. And finally, give yourself a little grace. Because ultimately, it's all about balance, right? Creating healthy habits that you can stick to for life which in the end, I think also means allowing yourself some flexibility. All right, you guys, that about does it for today's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts and your own tips and strategies for staying healthy over the holiday season. So if you are in our Thinlicious Health Rebel community on Facebook, be sure to get in there, share some of your thoughts, share some of your tips, your ideas, your feedback. I would love to hear it. And if you found this episode helpful, it honestly would mean the world to me if you shared it. Share it on social, share it on email, share it via text message with anyone you think would find it useful as well. I have said this many times, but I am on a mission to change the world by helping women transform their health, right? Because the health is at the at the foundation of everything else we do. And I hope you want to join me on this mission, right? Be a health rebel. Help me spread the word. Help me get it out there that we can be healthy. We can do this. We can create this freedom in our lives. And let's celebrate it. So then meet me back here for another episode very soon. I'll see you guys.